0: Why is anti-war organizing against the war in Ukraine so much more difficult than those in Afghanistan, Iraq or other places? Is the anti-war effort in Canada succeeding in spite of the loss of members of parliament or media people? Why is a conscientious objector to violence in Ukraine tagged by the security services of Ukraine as justifying Russian aggression on Ukraine? Is the crackdown on dissent in Ukraine related to the men losing the will to fight and die in what appears to them to be an unwinnable conflict? This week on the Global Research Hour, we return to the situation in Ukraine now approaching a year and a half in length. People around the world are calling for an end to the conflict, but what tools are at hand to break this chain of violence? We will discuss the topic of peace in Ukraine with two sets of guests. In our first half hour, we will talk to Ken Stone and Glenn Michaelchek of the Canada-wide Peace and Justice Network about the state of their movement in Canada and about coming projects planned for the Global Week of Action to end the war in Ukraine from October 1st to October 8th. Then in our second half hour, we have a special discussion with the conscientious objector and pacifist in Ukraine, Yuri Shelyazenko about how and why he is under house arrest for his position against the war even though he condemns the aggression by Russia. On this week's program, challenges for entering the war in 2023, the road to peace paved by Russian collaborators, bringing you the analysis beyond the media headlines. The Global Research News Hour is on the air. Welcome to the Global Research News Hour for the week of September 22, 2023 program is funded by the Center for Research on Globalization and produced in collaboration with campus community radio station CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. I'm your host, Michael Welch. The show seeks to provide listeners with access to analysis of some of the major issues shaping our world today from thinkers, researchers, and unique political personalities rarely addressed by major media. Our shows are featured on partner radio stations across Canada and the United States and available for streaming or download at the site globalresearch.ca. We acknowledge that this program was produced on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Ininyu, Ojikri, Dene, and Dakota, the birthplace of the Métis Nation and the heart of the Métis Nation homeland. Settlers attained land and resources falsely through treaties, broken promises, and false narratives, and delivered genocide and colonialism in their wake. To reconcile the situation, we should redress reparations and re-enter into a spirit of of respect and partnership with the indigenous peoples of this land. Now it's time for News Notes, a sampling of articles from the Global Research News site. Listeners should know that some of the articles may run against common messaging about sensitive subjects and are not all endorsed by this radio station. So this engineered event, which was kind of like a 9-11 type of event, Pearl Harbor, was a kind of 9-11, was designed to get America into that war, just like this upcoming false flag in the Black Sea is designed to get America to support World War III with Russia and to go into a direct military conflict with Russia, to send in all the American tanks, to send in all the American F-16s with American pilots and so on, and the F-35s, and to send in the aircraft carriers. And so this is a desperate ploy by a corrupt, incompetent regime, the Biden regime, to try to provoke World War III. That comes from the transcript under the headline video, Seabreeze Black Sea Naval Exercise Could Be Ground Zero for a False Flag Event to Ignite World War III. Mike Adams. By Mike Adams and Health Ranger Report, posted September 21st, originally published on Health Ranger Report. Forty-one years ago, in the midst of the Lebanese Civil War, Israeli defense forces invaded southern Lebanon and besieged Beirut, forcing the Palestine Liberation Organization into Tunisia. With much foresight, Edward Said wrote a piece in September 1982 stating, quote, what matters about Palestine is what has always prevented Israel from converting its military superiority into lasting political gains. That invincible Palestinian desire to keep hold of what is right and to reject what is wrong, unquote. Just a few days after this piece by Said was published by In These Times, the right-wing Lebanese phalangist militia, accompanied by Israel, entered the Shatila refugee camp and the adjacent Sabra neighborhood, closed off exits, and went on a two-day killing campaign. The Sabra and Shatila massacre occurred between September 16th and 18th and ended with between 2,000 and 3,500 Palestinian and Lebanese men, women, and children dead. That comes from the article, The Idea of Palestine Hounds Zionists, Edward Said, by Edward W. Said and Nashwa Bawab, posted September 20th, originally published on In These Times. COVID-19 mRNA vaccines severely damage the immune system. This is why the vaccinated are constantly getting sick, they're getting reinfected with COVID-19, they're repeatedly coming down with the flu, etc. A damaged immune system struggles with any kind of infection and when it's a bacterial infection, it can spread to the blood causing sepsis. On September 18th, 2023, I made a three hour testimony to the NCI, National Citizens Inquiry, in Canada. Part of my sworn testimony was about the Alberta government deleting crucial data which showed immune system damage that the double COVID 19 vaccinated were suffering starting in December 2021. That comes from the article. COVID-19 mRNA vaccines are destroying young people's immune systems and each dose makes it worse. By Dr. William Macus, posted September 20th, originally published on COVID Intel. Even prior to the signing of the Liptako-Gurma Charter on September 16th, the military governments in Mali and Burkina Faso said publicly that any attack against the CNSP in Niger would be considered an act of war against their respective administrations. Reports from the region indicate that tensions are escalating in the border areas of all three states who are signatories to the new accord. The involvement of France in these hostilities cannot be ruled out by the CNSP and other allied forces. ECOWAS has toned down its boisterous threats of a military invasion of Niger to reinstall Mohammed Bazoum as president. Bazoum was endorsed by Paris and Washington as someone who would support the ongoing presence of U.S. Africa Command or AFRICOM troops along with the French Foreign Legion. That comes from the article Niger, Mali, and Burkina Faso sign military pact at Liptako-Gourma borders area, by Abeomi Azikiwe, posted September 20th. Peace activism in Canada is advancing through uh, largely, although largely absent in the mainstream media. October 1st to October 8th is expected to see a variety of actions and mobilizations trying to bring this one and a half years of war in Ukraine to an end. The activists claim to be informed in their strategy uh, by the the Dmitry Laskeris tour uh, which happened in April, and then he or he went across the country uh, in, in uh, early summer. So I connected with two of those figures. Uh, so Ken Stone is a longtime anti-war, anti-racism, environmental and labor activist and resident of Hamilton. And he's also treasurer of the Hamilton Coalition to Stop the War. And here in Winnipeg, Glenn Michaelchuk is the chair of Peace Alliance Winnipeg and also the National President Association of the the national president of the Association of United Ukrainian Canadians,
1: uh, welcome both of you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure. Now,
0: you've you've both been organizing against war for about twenty years each, I believe. And and uh, what 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 would you say is different? About uh, the, this current Ukraine conflict versus, say, Afghanistan or Iraq or any other conflict which waged in our lifetimes. I mean, I know it's difficult, but you know, it does seem to be something a little bit uh, trick, even trickier this time. Uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead, uh, yeah, Ken.
1: Uh, well, there's clearly a lot more censorship and pushback from. Uh the government and the media against the um, the peace movement in in this country over the war in ukraine the, the there is so much hype about this war in ukraine that it's hard almost impossible almost impossible to get a word in edgewise in the mainstream media and there isn't a single mp or politician in parliament uh or in, in the uh official parties that are represented in parliament, who will speak up against this war and talk about peace. So, for example, when we had the uh, the cross-country speaking tour for Dmitry Laskaris, which was called Making Peace with Russia One Handshake at a Time. Uh, Dmitry had gone to uh, Russia on a self-financed tour uh, back in April for a whole month, and he spoke to government officials, he spoke to think tanks, he went to universities, met students, he traveled around, he talked to people, he spoke to peace activists and everything else. And he came back and he wanted to report. And we, uh, in the Canada-wide Peace and Justice Network, organized a cross-country tour for him with uh, 13 stops. And the response was just in, the hostility uh, was just incredible. Uh, in places like Winnipeg, I'm sure uh, that Glenn will talk about this. Uh, he, uh, Dmitry was deplatformed twice, and in Toronto he was deplatformed. Uh, in uh, in Halifax he was deplatformed. Uh, there were uh, uh, rallies against his speech in Hamilton and in Montreal, um, and there was a concerted campaign against the venues where we had rented uh, uh, space for Dimitri to talk, uh, such that uh, they were all put under a considerable stress to cancel the bookings. So there was a concerted campaign to um, censor and uh, deplatform uh our tour. Uh, of course, we have we have some very dedicated and talented uh anti-war organizers in all these cities. And uh the meetings came off um in all the cities except Toronto at the on the first round, and we organized one a second one for Toronto at the very end of the tour. So Dimitri made 14 appearances, which is really incredible over three weeks. And uh there were you know decent-sized audiences, but there was not one word in the mainstream media about the tour. And we were obliged to keep this, the locations of his um, his uh, venues secret until two days before the events. And we, in most places, people had to pre-register and then trolls came and tried to fill up all the registration. So it was a huge struggle just to have the right as Canadians. To freedom of expression and freedom of assembly so those rights which you know are uh, uh, written in flowery words in the canadian constitution act and the charter of rights and freedoms uh, really uh, they are very much at risk in the context of this war so that's that's the difference i think
0: yeah um, Glenn, I mean I, would, would you like to to you know, express your thoughts about this? Anything that uh, you yourself are pursued? I, I think Ken mentioned uh, the the double platforming in Winnipeg, but uh, anything in, in terms of or censorship generally?
2: Well yes, I mean uh, I mean first of all, I, I agree with what Ken has said. That's a very good um, that's a very good overview of what happened with the Dimitri Lascaris tour. Uh, in fact, uh, so severe has this censorship been that it's actually sparked a movement for free speech for peace. And I think uh, around the Lascaris tour and around, as Ken said, the whole discussion about the war in Ukraine, there is a real concern about uh, people's uh, democratic rights uh, to express themselves. So for one, there's the deplatforming that's taken place. And some of it... uh, well, well, some of it was official deplatforming, and in the sense of uh, venues, public venues that should have been available and open to the public to use, were pulled uh, pulled out from under the tour. Though I think uh, in one case um, there was a meeting in a public library that was withstood this kind of pressure, which is good. So it does really it does really question, you know, how Canadians can organize and and how the truth can out there get out there. I mean, we noticed this to some lesser degree with the tour of Vanessa Beely a couple of years ago, where there was also efforts to deplatform her uh, to prevent her views from being heard. And that was, of course, around the question of Syria. Uh, we do know that around a lot of this with the, the Dimitri Lascaris uh, deplatforming, a lot of it was, uh, you know conducted at very high levels with rep- with people from the McDonald uh, Laurier Institute with a lot of people who are associated with uh, NATO and people uh with these kind of associations were were actively uh, working to stop Dmitry from being able to speak I think the other thing that is significant about this war with Ukraine is really this is a, a war not so uh with Russia I mean, with Ukraine as the intermediary. And and we see the uh, not only the Canadian government, but all the NATO governments being uh, really directly involved with a war with, with Russia. At times, even openly expressing that the objective is to uh, either destroy Russia or to limit Russia's abilities to uh, exercise its own sovereignty and independence in the world. So I think that's a major escalation and a major dangerous escalation in the thinking uh, uh, that's going around uh, in, in official circles. And it doesn't bode well for you know uh, possibilities of what may happen next with China. So I think uh, it's also indicated how extreme the danger is becoming of major international conflict. Mm-hmm. That's what I would add to that.
0: Okay. Um, I know that uh, Dimitri lascaris raised a number of points in his presentation. Um, I, I'm wondering if uh, in your, uh, I guess, frontline work, uh, as it were, or even trying to engage media or, uh, uh have a public presentation, are, are there certain points in people's mind that you find are uh, are you know really, uh. Get people engaged as opposed to other points that may drive them away. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, like uh, for example, uh, some of the references to uh, the Nazi uh, you know, uprising in uh, uh, in in Ukraine that that might be a little bit difficult to uh, problematic to explain, for example. But uh, I mean, I, I don't know. What are what, what are, the, what are the, the the points that he raised that you focus on?
1: Well, the inter- uh, go ahead, Kent. I wanted to say that <clears throat> on Labor Day, we handed out a flyer in Hamilton. There's a Labor Day parade and it involves, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000 marchers, rank-and-file workers from various uh, trade unions and u- industries in Hamilton. And we handed out a flyer and it was about ending the war in Ukraine and joining the global mobilization the first week in October. And when we went and hand this out, um, we we were we said, this is about peace in Ukraine, and people were grabbing them from us. We ran out after forty-five minutes. We didn't print enough, uh, and I am I am I was so heartened by this that the rank and file uh, trade union workers are so con- concerned about peace in Ukraine. They are worried. And they are actually knowledgeable, if you talk to them, about the fact of how much this war is costing, $8.5 billion so far for Canadians. It's something like $1,500 or $2,000 per household that we've spent. And of course, uh, there are a lot of people in Canada who don't have households because they're living out on the street. And you know, health care is in crisis. Education is in crisis. We don't have climate mitigation. The forests are on fire. People understand this. Uh, and um, so I'm. Uh, what I think uh, that uh, we we learned from Dimitri's tour is that people in Canada are open. There's we there. What Dimitri's tour did, I think, was to open a window, a little window at least, where people could talk about um, peace, uh, talk uh, an alternative to the official nar- narrative of Trudeau about standing with Ukraine, about you know as long as it takes, as much as it takes to defeat Russia. And, or in the words of uh, Christia Freeland, to vanquish Russia, exact quote. Um, so I'm heartened that at the grassroots level, people know that the war is costing money. It's costing a lot of lives. It's putting. It's happening, and we went to an environmental protest and handed out the flyer. Tamara spoke there. It was just l- last Sunday, and people know that this war is an environmental catastrophe for the world. So, all of these things indicate to me that the politicians in Ottawa and the trade union leaders of the CLC are completely out of touch with what Canadians are thinking.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, and Glenn, and just to, if you could sound off as well, I mean, it, it seems as if like, at least based on what Ken is saying, that in spite of the, the media really telling a different message about what's going on in Ukraine, that uh, maybe the people aren't really listening to the media all that much anymore. They have their own arguments that uh, run counter to that, that narrative. What do you think?
2: No, I, I would agree. I think most most people have a, a very healthy Skepticism about this war. um I, I just did uh, Ken mentioned that, that when we had hosted Dimitri here, uh, there was two attempts to deplatform him. And despite that, we had a, about seventy people come to a meeting um, organized at a third venue. And um we would have actually had more people, but for the deplatforming. And I think uh, but for the concerted efforts across Canada, that the Dimitri tour probably would have attracted at least at least 100 or more people in almost every city that he went to um, because it was um it was a breath of fresh air in terms of what people are being told and Dimitri was very um uh, very open about his views i mean about the russian invasion i mean he has a, he has a view on the russian invasion so he was not trying to um he was not trying to um um you know, temper his comments. I mean, he has very strong opinions about it. But the overriding message he was delivering was: is that this is not this is not in the interests of Ukraine. This is not in the interests of anybody, and it's not in the interests of of um, European or world security. So, I mean, I think his comments that way were very important. And um, you know, just speaking about the skepticism of um, of Canadians, I, I agree that outside the manipulation of the media outside the, um, the f- complete failure of Canadian politicians to want to engage on this, um, that amongst the people, there's a real interest to know about these things. I remember back to January 2022, which was two months before the war, the Peace Alliance Winnipeg here was watching the with great concern the kind of buildup that was happening uh, on the borders of Ukraine And it was very clear that the exchanges between the U.S. and Russia on security questions involving Ukraine and its role uh, were reaching a a tipping point. That we held actions uh, throughout the month of January and even into February uh, with under the banner, no war with Russia. Hmm. And I was surprised, you know, given the kind of Cold War, you know, the 70 plus years of Cold War rhetoric about Russia that these were very well received on the streets, uh, that uh, people really did not did not buy into this. So I I think but for this kind of blanket uh, censorship and attempting to stop any discussion uh, there is a strong uh, strong sentiment amongst Canadian people that would not support this war if we could only really tap into it in a concerted and organized way,
0: Okay. Um, in the, the, the four minutes or so that are left, I mean, could you uh, could you each uh, dis- describe there's the o- October 1st to October 8th uh, uh, Global Day of Action? Uh, what is, are are each of your groups uh, going to be doing in that week and, and leading up to it?
1: Okay. Uh, well, the Canada-wide Peace and Justice Network, of which I'm a coordinating committee member, is um, calling for uh, Canada-wide Days of Action from October first to October eighth, and it's in conjunction with a global mobilization to end the war in Ukraine, which is taking place in thirty-eight countries of the world at the same time. And the demands of the uh, of the uh, mobilization in Canada are that with uh, their stop the war um, and. The, stop NATO. Um, Canada, the Canadian government, should uh, stop refueling this war with endless amounts of, of funding and weapons and instead use its diplomatic core and its so-called good offices to uh, uh, try and achieve a negotiated end to the conflict. So those, those are the main things. The slogans are peace now, stop the war, stop NATO. But we're also t- have sub demands such as uh, um, uh, water bombers, not fighter jets. That refers to Canada's purchase of the F 35 jets. That's another uh, issue that we're uh, bringing in as well. Um, and and um, we want to get Canada out of NATO. So all these things will be raised in the context. In Canada, of the global mobilization to end the war.
0: Okay, Glenn. Uh, anything in particular in Winnipeg, in particular, that uh, we're focusing on?
1: Uh,
2: no, uh, the demands that are part of the uh, the national call is what we're taking up here in Winnipeg. I'll just point out the action here in Winnipeg is on October first, Sunday. It'll be at noon to one p.m at the four corners of River and Osborne, where we'll gather for a rally with uh, these demands. And uh, that's the place we've been holding these. Uh, I would just like to point out that Zelensky is coming to Canada and he's to address parliament on uh, Friday, people should send messages to their MPs uh, along the lines that we're calling for about stopping the war and in Canada's participation and working for peace in Ukraine and i'll just very briefly note that uh, apparently according to a writers report at the UN general assembly the EU uh or someone a representative of the European Union called on China to work uh to uh, work on its peace initiative uh with uh between Russia and China uh, between Russia and Ukraine
1: Okay. I'd like to mention that our uh, mobilization in Hamilton will be on Saturday, October seventh, at two p.m. at the Federal Building, fifty-five Bay Street North.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Ken Stone, uh, Glenn, Michael, Chuck. Thanks for <laughs> thanks a lot, and uh, I guess I wish you all the best for the uh, upcoming uh, activities uh, on the the first, uh, leading up to the first, and beyond. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much,
0: Michael. Ken- Ken Stone is a treasurer of Ham- the Hamilton Coalition to Stop the War at hamiltoncoalitiontostopthewar.ca. And Glenn Chuck is a chair of the Peace Alliance Winnipeg. Their website is peacealliancewinnipeg.ca. You're listening to the Global Research News Hour, broadcasting from CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg and from partnering radio stations across Canada and the United States. Yuri Shelyazenko is a conscientious objector, pacifist, human rights defender, and the executive secretary of the Ukrainian pacifist movement. He was placed under arrest on August 15th for quote justifying the Russian invasion, unquote, although he actually doesn't. Um, and it, it was had this happened in the statement of the Ukrainian pacifist movement. Uh, be delivered at International Day of Peace meeting, delivered about a year ago, uh, September 21st, 2022, one year ago this week. He, if he loses his case in court, he may face a sentence of up to five years in jail. So Yuri is joining us now from his home uh, to explain the situation further to, with us. Yuri, thank you so much for joining us. We really
3: appreciate your your time. Um, thank you, Michael, for having me, and uh, thank you for peace journalism. So,
0: on August the third, uh, the the security service of Ukraine broke into your apartment. Uh, could could you describe what they did and 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 why?
3: Uh so when they came, uh, I slept. Uh, I. He uh, awakened from uh, uh, noises uh, at the door. I uh, asked, who is there? uh, And uh, uh, I uh, was told it is like security service with search. Uh, I asked, uh, uh, please, exactly, what is your name? What is your rank? Uh, If you are coming for search, uh, please read the court decision allowing you to search my home. Uh, They did nothing of that, Uh, uh, no uh, name of uh, person, uh, no readings of court decision, so of course uh, I called police uh, in the case if uh, it is some sort of uh, uh, strange uh, uh, anonymous search, I also uh, called advocate, uh, uh, they uh, just broke my door. Uh, uh, uh instead of uh, properly uh, um, uh, specifying who they are uh, and uh, uh, they started uh, uh, um, uh, um, to to search uh, uh, my apartments uh, um, at uh, 7 am and uh, 9 am my lawyer uh, managed to to get here uh, uh, they uh, 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 informed me that uh, 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 It is about suspicion that I am justifying Russian aggression. And uh, uh, they asked me, uh, This is a letter to the president. Are you wrote it? I uh, so, yeah, it is our statement. Uh, And and, then they handed me a formal suspicion, uh, which uh, says uh, uh, that uh, um, by uh, uh, disseminating this uh, statement, peace agenda for Ukraine and the world, which which we adopted on uh, the uh, 21st of September of 2022, uh, um, supposedly I justified Russian aggression. I understood why president of Ukraine didn't reply on our letter because instead of replying to our letter uh, uh, office of president just submitted a letter with peace agenda uh, for Ukraine and the world uh, to security service of Ukraine and uh, you know uh, we we put it in our uh, statement in in very mild uh, diplomatic uh, um, language and uh, uh, we uh, wrote uh, that uh, uh, condemning Russian aggression against Ukraine they United Nations General Assembly called for an immediate peaceful resolution of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, and emphasized that parties to the conflict must respect human rights and international humanitarian law. Uh, We share this position. It is what the Ukrainian pacifist movement adopted. Uh, uh, We we, uh, share condemnation of Russian aggression. Uh, uh how uh, it could be uh, argued uh, that uh, this statement uh, justifies Russian aggression uh, it is uh, uh, it was beyond my understanding and uh, I uh, wrote it immediately in objections to to protocol of the search what they they uh, uh, initially they asked me to to print a copy of the statement if I have it I printed a copy of it and they say aha You have this on computer, so you take, uh, uh, we take your computer. Uh, And uh, all of this started uh, when they broke to my home, uh, according to uh, Criminal Procedural Code of Ukraine, uh, Article 107, uh, um, uh, when um, uh, law enforcement... uh, uh, doing uh, some procedural actions, like for example, search uh, um, the defense site, have a right to uh, make video record. Uh, and I used my smartphone to record what they are doing. Uh, they said, uh, uh, Your smartphone will be our evidence. I uh, I asked uh, uh, where you see any evidence of justification of Russian aggression on my phone. Here I I could show it to you. I I could show that uh, there is no Putin among my contacts. No. Uh, uh, but but uh, uh, they they didn't uh, uh, listen. They they. Just took phone by force. Uh, even didn't ask me to give them home. Just hop. Mm. Uh, it 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 was very disappointing, and uh, uh, I I I uh, um, I, I felt uh, I felt oppressed. You know. It is, yeah, uh, as I understand it, President Zelensky just abolished all
0: the opposition parties. So that's also not. Uh, doesn't seem
3: very democratic to me. Um, well, technically, uh, uh, I should say that technically, we have some opposition parties like more, more warmongering than Zelensky it is a kind of opposition allowed in ukraine so if if zelensky seems like moderate when you are uh, like uh, um, call for total disaster uh, you you could be a position in Ukraine, and and this is what, for example, um, uh, party of former Ukrainian president, um, uh, Mr. Poroshenko is uh, doing. That their, their position uh, usually is even more radical than position of Zelensky. Or for example, we have party, uh, uh, uh in Ukraine, uh, mostly parties uh, uh, financed by, uh, um, uh, some. A strong, uh, um, very wealthy economic interest could come to politics. So we, we have a party of uh, uh, Zelensky, servant of the people, uh, which was uh, um, uh, sponsored uh, uh, coming to power by uh, uh, oligarch Igor Kolomoisky, but now it is uh, probably uh, uh, puppets of Uh, 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 Kolomoisky uh, uh, are trying to become puppet masters themselves at least. Uh, 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 Zelensky is now very rich. Uh, He and his family uh, uh, have a lot of property abroad Uh, 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 and Kolomoisky is uh, uh, under uh, criminal investigation and criminal uh, um, uh, trials in Ukraine uh, is usually instrument of uh, uh... Uh, 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 using power to take some property from wealthy uh, um, uh, um, uh, competitor to to, to yourself Uh, uh, every oligarch in Ukraine has some sort of political influence Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, 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 there was former president of Ukraine Poroshenko oligarch himself Uh, he done a lot uh, 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 for this war to escape escalate uh um but uh, uh on some point he also concluded uh, Minsk agreements because uh, war didn't went well in yeah, and he had some common sense to to uh, uh, to step aside and uh, uh, try to to uh, 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 at least uh, try try to stop uh, not uh, destroy all uh, immediately anyway uh, um, we have another um, uh, oligarch uh, pinchuk uh, um, and uh, 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 his uh, interests are in political party halls. And one of their deputies recently proposed even to uh, conscript uh, 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 young people not from age eighteen but from age seventeen, uh, uh, which uh, 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 is one of uh, uh, crazy initiatives regarding military conscription because. Uh, uh, At the start of this war, uh, uh, even uh, 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 a year before uh, the uh, start of uh, full-scale invasion uh, of Russia, uh, uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, um, uh, uh, I posted a video, militarization of kids in Ukraine. It is a common problem in Ukraine and in Russia uh, that uh, um, uh, be preserved from Soviet Union conscription and military patriotic bringing. uh, uh people may even not notice it, Uh, but uh, 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 social life is uh, uh, so uh, intoxicated by militarism, starting from school, in culture, uh, in uh, uh, art, uh, in uh, uh, cinema, and so on and so on. Uh, 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 In in Russia it is especially obvious because of this uh, crazy cult of victory in great patriotic war. Mm Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and in Ukraine, we had it too uh, uh, for a long time, and now, of course, we have uh, uh, so uh, so total militarization, so uh, m- high level of bl- blind trust to army, uh, like yeah. uh, 99%. You know, uh, ratings of Ukrainian army is now higher than ratings of Putin, mm-hmm. uh, which says something. Uh, it, it could not be rational. Uh, even uh, probably even not uh, Almighty God have such ratings. Uh, you you should uh, lie a lot uh, to have such ratings, uh, wow. and you should and you should uh, uh, oppress any opposition uh, 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 because because churches are not arresting atheists yeah. but the military do, and that's why uh, how uh, military uh, are creating uh, uh, this atmosphere in which people just fear to. Say say, I am not trusting army. I am yeah. not believing war effort. The, the,
0: the Western media is, is really, you know, Pro- pro- propping up this whole uh, military effort and, and so on, but the the, the great counteroffensive by uh, the the by the Ukrainian side was not what it seemed to be. And uh, like you know, even even people, whether they're uh, conscientious objectors or not, they're looking at this as like, oh, and yeah, like there were like tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians have have died. Uh, many of their best already. So, I mean, a lot of uh, Ukrainian men now who are being facing conscription, I mean, they they may not be thinking that uh, this is something they're gonna win. They be th- may be thinking, you know, I'm gonna die and I better get out of here. I mean, is, is that, that escalating in itself? Are you seeing on the ground a lot of people trying to avoid this uh, situation?
3: Uh, You know, uh, uh, indeed, many people are not willing to fight, and one of military recruiters recently said uh, uh, that uh, among every uh, hundred of men recruited by him earlier, uh, now only 20 uh, are alive. Uh, President Zelensky, uh, uh, in his uh, um, uh, speech on the Ukrainian independence, they uh, say the, uh, that uh, since this war is for long and many people are crippled, we must legalize uh, use of uh, uh, um, marijuana uh, to uh, uh, help people to to uh, make some some uh, comfort. You know. Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, I I am uh, uh, not like uh, to, to to sound and uh, uh, some sort of hoax uh, uh, or, in the opposite, some sort of defeatist. Uh, uh, let's uh, uh, suppose uh, uh, that the uh, uh, United States uh, and other NATO allies provided Ukraine all weapons uh, are military safe. Ukraine needs like uh, 10 times more uh, weapons, uh, 20 weapons. You know, let's uh, let's uh, uh, more American families and uh, Canadian families uh, 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 will be deprived of uh, welfare. Uh, uh, let's uh, uh, exacerbate ecological problems with inattention and. So, and let's give Ukraine ten or twenty times more weapons, and uh, suppose Ukraine win. Uh, let's let's suppose it. So, uh, uh, Ukraine won. Uh, uh, Russian army repelled by force from Ukraine. Ukrainian army is strongest in Europe. Uh, um, uh, 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 what would be consequences? Uh, uh, it uh, will mean uh, that uh, we have no hope for peace you <laughs> Uh, because uh, uh, everybody will know that uh, uh, the uh, uh, mainstream uh, of uh, uh, state building today is to have a big army and to threaten uh, 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 your population by power of military and uh, your neighbors by power of military Mm -hmm. Uh, um, and uh, uh, of course uh, in uh, uh, result of uh, such strong uh, military victory of Ukraine uh, uh it, it could be uh, uh either, um uh, uh use of nuclear weapons by russia uh, or uh, some sort of um, uh, 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 uh very uh, ugly uh, uh um, uh, popular um uh, chaos uh, and uh, uh, some sort of uh, uh, uh violent uh, uh, disorder uh, in in Russia because uh, um uh, uh, even even in the best case uh, uh, some some sort of uh, uh, more or less, uh, a peaceful regime change in Russia in result of defeats. Uh, though so, um, uh. Um uh of course we could model it uh, in, in in any way um uh, uh it uh, it not uh, seems like a peaceful future uh, because uh, uh, if uh, 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 someone will insist that uh, um, uh, uh, uh recipe of success is to be armed to the teeth uh, all people will arm themselves to the teeth and of course uh, 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 someone uh, will will uh, use uh, uh, these weapons uh, for some crazy purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and someone who have nuclear weapons uh, uh, at some point will uh, uh, use nuclear weapons for crazy purpose too. Uh, and mm-hmm. and it, it, it would end badly. And uh, uh, even if uh, it would not uh, end badly immediately, very badly, if it would be some sort of gradual uh, um, uh, uh, deepening uh, of uh, um, uh, 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 this uh, um, uh, uh, um, toxic uh, uh, militarist black hole uh, in which our planet uh, uh, is uh, uh, going to fall, uh, it uh, it it would not be good uh, uh, um, uh, uh. At some point, uh, a lot of people, even national leaders, it is—it it seems like miracle because uh, 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 the nation. Uh, if if you e- even uh, uh, read texts of national anthems, we done it once, and uh, uh, David Swanson helped a lot with it. Yeah. Uh, 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 even you, uh, when you read national anthems. A lot of them about enemies, about battles, about armies, about bloodshed. Uh, uh, so uh, 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 this idea of nation is basically very pro-conflict. But at some point, in result of efforts of many wise people, who from generation to generation wrote a book about uh, books about peace, discussed it. Uh, uh, told leaders we, we, uh, we should have uh, uh, talks instead of bloodshed, uh, yeah. gathered at peace congresses, advocated creation of uh, International Court of Arbitration, and yeah. uh, at some point leaders gathered and decided yeah. uh, we, we should prohibit wars, uh, uh, especially wars of aggression. Of course, it is uh, like loophole to say we yeah. prohibited wars, but self-defense uh, against aggression is a out. So, uh, uh, now ministries of war are called ministries of defense, uh, and uh, every aggressor uh, called their aggression uh, uh, some sort of defense, uh, uh, like we, uh, we see at, uh, in the example of Russia. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, uh, we uh, adopted a social norm. Uh, uh, this idea, which uh, uh, before uh, uh, seemed to be some sort of utopia, that we could live without wars, we we could uh, build a just and prosperous international order. We even uh, uh, um, uh, uh, listed some sort of sustainable development goals to achieve peace, not uh, just uh, uh, by not uh, killing each other, but also by uh, feeding each other, uh, by uh, addressing pressing social and uh, environmental needs, and uh, all all of this uh, is uh, just cancelled by uh, this uh, uh, war profiteering, by this uh, total militarist attitude, uh, uh, forget all about peace. Uh, If you are talking about peace, you are a traitor. Uh, All we need, we need weapons uh, to destroy the enemy. It is uh, just a return uh, from uh, civilization, uh, 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 which means war, abolitionism, uh, to barbarism. So I guess it Continuation for war by wanting to win totally. Yeah,
0: so I mean, it, it sounds like you're saying that, uh, like, even like they, the Russians will say they were trying to demilitarize and, and denazify Ukraine, and uh, like even if they're they're telling the truth, I mean, they're they're entering into a a mind frame where they're they're going to be stuck in this, you know, in en- this you know endless wartime, and and it seems to be multiplying, and and I assume you're both to blame in this regard, right?
3: uh um, first of all uh, uh, uh i i insist uh, that uh, we should not uh, uh um, seek uh, someone we we need uh, to uh seek reconciliation and reconciliation starts uh with uh, a choice of peace uh, uh when we choose peace uh, we could discuss uh, uh, uh responsibilities Uh, including some sort of uh, 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 calm uh, and uh, rational blame, uh, uh, but uh, after choosing peace, after choosing fair and just peace and inclusive peace. Uh, peace uh, is uh, uh, understanding uh, that uh, uh, all people uh, are interconnected and uh, our life uh, uh, all lives are interconnected uh, uh, and uh, uh, um, all n- uh, nature is also uh, uh, should be in harmony of with our lives uh, so um, we uh, uh, must understand uh, that we, we can't uh, feel Safe uh, when someone uh, other is not feeling safe. We yeah. we, we can't uh, uh, be uh, uh, egoistically self-focused on on pursuit of, uh, of our own safety, especially uh, uh, when we refuse uh, to uh, admit uh, uh, that some of our uh, 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 positions. Uh, could contradict uh, uh, positions of others. And first of all, we need uh, to discuss not our uh, egoistic positions, but some objective interests and needs. Uh, And uh, we we need uh, to uh, seek uh, 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 fair solutions uh, uh, based uh, uh, on uh, uh, mutual uh, um, uh, needs uh, um, uh, uh, on uh, um, uh, trying to uh, be together and trying uh, not to uh, b- that win uh, uh, some safe city, deprived of, of nukes, this, uh, uh, but being, uh, able uh, to destroy all, uh, have some like, uh, uh, common space of. Uh, uh, prosperity uh, comfort and so on M- militarism uh, uh idea that uh, you you could be safe killing the enemies uh, it is exactly uh, uh, what uh, is pr- problematic the uh, 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 idea uh, of uh, um, uh, having enemy instead of uh, building relation uh, to uh, not have any enemies uh, uh uh it is uh, uh also a uh, um, very very important thing and um, uh, um you're uh, right. in in uh, our statement uh peace agenda for ukraine and so
0: okay yuri i i think we've got to go now but uh i i appreciate your a very heroic you run uh, you know you you stand by your 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 system and thank you very much for this discussion uh, yuri and uh, maybe we can touch back uh, again soon
3: uh thank you michael again i i need to emphasize that uh, to achieve peace in the world we need uphold the right to refuse to kill uh, we need uh, uh, to uh, uh, learn how to resist uh, um, militarism, war, aggressions and tyrants without violence and there are uh, a lot of methods of uh, non-violent resistance and un- unarmed uh, 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 civilian protection uh, by the way, uh, World Beyond War uh, organizes conference uh, No War 2023 and I-, I invite your listeners to this conference to discuss Thus, uh, 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 methods uh, of uh, nonviolent uh, uh, way of life, nonviolent resistance. Uh, it is a future, uh, future uh, um, uh, hope uh, uh, for uh, our world is to uh, uh, get rid of armies. Uh, uh, the best hope uh, uh, for which we should work is the world where everybody refuses to kill and there are no wars. <laughs> by, by the way, my congratulations uh, to uh, Canada, uh, right? Canadian Radio Uh, uh, my congratulations to to Canada and for all people in the world with International Day of Peace Uh, uh, let's uh, 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 all uh, prerequisites of peace uh, like uh, uh, prosperity development, reconciliation environmental uh, health environment will uh, come to you. Uh, I I wish you uh, 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 not so militaristic government as in Ukraine I wish you uh, that your uh, right uh, to conscientious objection to military service will uh, uh, be uh, and no conscription in canada uh, no closed borders for all men like in ukraine i hope uh, 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 canada will not experience it and 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 no wars uh, um uh, peace and uh, happiness to canada thank you very much
0: War Resisters International is organizing a campaign to stop the proceedings against Yuri Shelyazenko. If you go to the site wri-irg.org, you can find a template letter which you adopt and sign and then send to Zelensky at letter at apu.gov.ua. Also consider organizing solidarity actions in front of the Ukrainian embassy in your country. That's it for the show. Tune in next week for more on the situation in Ukraine. Listening to the Global Research News Hour, a program funded by the Center for Research on Globalization and produced in collaboration with campus community radio station CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe, Ininu, Ojikri, Dene, and Dakota, the birthplace of the Metis Nation and the heart of the Metis Nation homeland. The show airs on partner radio stations across Canada and the United States and is available for streaming or download at the site globalresearch.ca. To leave feedback on this program, please email globalresearchnewshour at gmail.com. I've been your
2: host, Michael Welch. Thanks once again for joining us.